Good morning, happy afternoon to everybody out there. Uh, this is Danny again with Home Inspection Network, and we're going over additional things today about solar. Since we are now the solar company, as well as a home inspection company. So I just wanted to go over a few things. Hello everybody, glad to be back. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're enjoying the new year. Uh, last night was the final new year of the lunar calendar, which is the year of the rabbit, uh, for the Chinese community and most of China. Uh, America, we have a whole bunch of other things going on. We have a whole bunch of new techniques to save money on electricity. Uh, while gas prices go higher, electricity is going to be going lower in the 2023. I just wanted to go over some of that with everyone. And uh, so now that we are solar uh, contractors, we provide that additional solar. Now I can understand it more. I went out to talk to some of the solar people and uh, contractors and identify how they do the installation. And I made a sale recently, my very first sale. So I got to see the whole aspect of how to write the contract and how to see it through and and what we can expect in the future. And I have to say it's it's a little interesting um, in some areas and in other areas it's more interesting for in fact that if you are a customer and you're signing up for solar you know how long does it take to get solar well first we'll start with the bid the, the bid I guess takes a lot longer than I expected I expected the bid to be arriving at my customers email within the first 24 to 48 hours but it turns out that these this company, I don't know about all, but most companies, what I've seen so far, are offering a 72-hour turnaround. So they won't even provide you with the, with the quote. It gets sent. So my side, it gets sent to the office. And the office makes all the arrangements and paperwork ready. And then they send out the email to me and the client. And then I get to see everything with the client seeing. That includes the solar panels on the roof uh, from a top view, like satellite view, um, and then identifying how much power per out and how many kilowatts the solar panels are producing um, year to date, and then the degrade amount of the solar panels within the next 25 years, uh, if it's a 25-year lease. lease to, usually it's an own, uh, 25 lease to own, so... The range of the APR on solar now is pretty interesting, actually. So let's just go over that a little bit. So you want to get solar because your electrical bill is so high, right? You'll be saving a lot more electricity every month if you're paying three or four hundred dollars. Yeah, you're getting down to like one hundred and fifty to you know one hundred and thirty-seven dollars a month instead of the three hundred dollars. Um, but the APRs are or in respect to your agent. So let's say you go and get solar with any company. Let's say um, Sunrun, for example, right? And Sunrun says, yeah, we can provide you with 25 years uh, lease program, where it's lease to own, so you'll own it within 25 years, right? Of course, you can pay more every month. So you pay within the 25 years, uh, and it just, it's... Um, it will put you down at a 4.99% APR. Now, 4.99% APR means that that agent is getting a lot of commission. 
their low end is probably 2.99% APR, which means that if they sell you solar for 2.99% APR, they get almost no commission, maybe four to $500 commission. But if they sell you solar for 3.49% APR, they get 50% of the solar uh, of the commission amount. And if they sell you solar at 4.99% APR, they get a full commission amount. So I didn't even know anything about this. So what I'm doing is I need to find that sweet spot to help my clients uh, and produce income for me, but also help my clients. That way they are getting a sufficient amount of electricity and not breaking the bank while they're doing it. So so this is this is the new thing that I found out about solar. There's that, and then the second part of it is how much solar is. Now, solar varies depending on how many kilowatts the system is. So let's say your house needs 17 solar panels, and each solar panel is a 6-kilowatt solar panel. So each one is going to be 6 kilowatts, and you need 17 of them. Well, that's going to range you around roughly $28,000 to $30,000. That amount is a piece of what the commission will get, will give over to the sales agent. So the piece amount is probably like $1,000. So they'll get like $1,000 roughly to $1,200 for that. Plus the APR as to the commission as well. The farther the APR, the higher the APR, the more commission. So sales agents will do one of two things. They'll either try to sell you solar for a higher amount, like $33,000, $34,000, but give you a low APR, gives them at least a $3,200 check, or they'll sell you a high APR, with a lower amount and gives them a little bit lower check like $2,600 or they'll give you a high APR with a high amount like $33,000 or $34,000 at a 4.99% APR and they'll get four to five or even $6,000 check. I know, it's kind of ridiculous. They get that much money. Now, I know I'm a solar agent now and I can do that, but why would people do that? Well, because they're just thinking about themselves, not their clients. Of course, our company is for homeowners, for homeowners. So we're our homeowners and we're also home inspectors. And now we're solar providers for other homeowners, which means that we will not overprice our solar or provide a high APR just so we get more money. Yeah, we don't make a lot of money in the long run, but that's not the point. The point is you want more clients and you want more people going to you to help you out. So if I sell someone solar for 3.49% APR, yeah, I'll get like $1,200, but they will tell their friend and then they will tell their friend and they will tell their friend. So 1,200 times 10 or 1,200 times five, in the long run, I get more customers and I help more customers. Why other solar agents will get less customers because they'll give them bad ratings and tell all their friends, don't use this company. And then their company doesn't know who to use or that person friend doesn't know who to use because their other the company that their friend used was already bad. Who should they choose? And that's the predicament we're in today. 
We have a lot of solar companies out there. And every solar company out there is trying to just make money on people. They're not even really trying to help. So I tried with three different solar companies before I found my company that I, I'm associated with. The first company I tried was Apricot Solar. Now, Apricot Solar, they don't actually get to see anything like point of the – only the cell, the client. They don't even get to see the cell. They just see the client. So Apricot Solar, they train you basically just to go over to somebody's house, talk about solar and give a presentation, and that's it. You give them a phone number. And then when they call Apricot Solar, your agent number's on the paperwork, and then you get the money from that cell. But the problem with that is they want you to recruit. They don't really want you to sell solar. They want you to recruit more people so they can sell solar. And then you'll get money from that person as well. Like a pyramid scheme. So it's all like almost like a pyramid scheme. Everything's going up. But the people on the bottom don't make much money. People on the top make the most. Very weird. And then the second company I was going to go with was um, Omega... No, Alpha and Beta uh, Solar, very small company owned by a pasture in um, Ranch Cordova area. But he never contacted me back about solar. He was a very odd guy. He wanted me to join them, but then he didn't really keep going with it. So I got stuck with that, and and then I didn't join them. And then the third company I decided to join was Synergy because Synergy it's a very it's a it's a very moderate company. And it is also homeowners, and it's owned by the employees, not by the corporation or, you know, huge company. It's actually owned by us employees. So me, as a as a representative, I own a piece of the company. The owner who started the company, he sold 50% of his shares to another guy. And so we have been splitting all that. So there's only five of us for the whole company. And out of us five, we, we have – two to three contractors so each almost each one of us has their own contractor but it's technically two so two people have one contractor two people have one contractor and two people have one contractor so we can get the cell we can get the solar and we can get the installation all done at a faster rate than any other solar company because they're a corporation and they have more people to talk to normally you'll talk to the sales agent or you'll talk to the um, person writing the contract, so one or the other, I would do everything, uh, the sell and the contract. But normally, and then I would talk to the contractor for you, and they would send you everything within seventy-two hours. But normally, solar companies, corporations, big giant ones, you have a sales agent first. He'll talk to you about the solar. You like to join. He gives you a phone number, an email, or sends you something. Then you fill out the paperwork and provide the docket number or it'll already have it on there then that gets sent back then that goes to the the person who actually writes the contract then they represent the solar contractor and then they provide the bid out then they send the bid out then if the bid's approved it goes back to a different person higher up and then that person contacts the contractor and gets a timeline and sends that back and then the contractor then will come out and do an estimation. And once the estimation has been done of how many units, everything is correct, 
and the power is correct, then within three to six months, you'll have the installation. Kind of a long process. But if you go with smaller companies, let's say uh, this is Alpha Omega or Synergy, uh, which is only fourth on the list of the best solar companies in uh, California and, and America, um, then you'll have a faster rate. You'll usually have your solar starting within the first three to six weeks. So within three to six weeks, all the paperwork's done and approved. You already have your estimates, and you're either financing or owning or paying cash. Uh, and then you'll have your your tax refund paperwork sent to you, uh, which is a 1031, and then once that's been sent over, or 5057, uh, you'll send that over um, to the federal uh, IRS whenever you do your taxes. So the, the amount you get from the IRS for an incentive in California is higher than some other states. Now, for California for solar, the provision is somewhere around uh, 30%, 20, 28 to 30%. So you'll, I think it just was oh, changing March. So March 1st of 2023, they're changing to 26%, but right now it's still at 28%. So you'll get 28% back whatever you spend. You spend 33000 you're looking roughly about $10,000 in credit from the government. You know, you spend thirty uh, thousand. Yeah, you get a little bit less, maybe like seventy eight hundred from the government. So the incentive's good. It's good to get solar because you get that incentive. Is it good to get solar to help your house and help your electricity? Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be complicated because everybody's different, right? I say, and how I've been trained, is if your electricity bill is over. Three hundred, two to three hundred dollars a month in the winter time. You definitely will need solar, but at the same time, it's more than three hundred dollars in the summertime. But if your electricity is a hundred and fifty dollars year round with no issues, and maybe almost two hundred dollars in the in the summertime, then you don't necessarily need solar. You could use solar, of course, but you don't necessarily need it. You're saving money already. I mean, it depends on the company you're using for electricity. And if your bill is anything over $300 year-round, you need solar. That's pretty much how it goes. And the reason we do that is because solar is provided when your power is over a certain amount. You're using too much money for solar or too much money for power and you need solar to save that money and so you don't use too much money now what are the costs of everything well let's say you're paying 200 dollars a month in the summertime for electricity well with solar you're going to be paying them about 60 to 70 dollars and then you'll be paying your electricity bill 60 to 70 dollars that's 140 dollars but normally your bill is 200 or normally it's 300 so you're saving yourself Anywhere from sixty to a hundred dollars a month, and in the winter time, let's say your electricity bill is only a hundred dollars, well then you'll be down to like thirty to forty dollars or less. So you're still saving money even in the winter time, and you're having no issues with your solar bill. Cost and overall installation. Most companies and almost all solar companies provide no additional charge. 
for the installation of solar. If a solar company says that they do offer an additional charge to install solar, don't use them. You need to go to a different company. Reason being is, if they're using a third-party contractor, which means that they're not part of the company at all, they're two separate companies, one is just a company say that they instead they sell solar and they have a contractor that installs it, but the contractor is not a part of the company at all and they hire out and that contractor charges obviously you're you're getting some money screwed out there because they're actually probably getting a deal from the contractor. So if the contractor is charging you, he's double dipping. He's charging the solar company and he's charging you. So he's getting more money. He's getting fourteen grand probably for everything, uh, and that's yeah, a waste of your money. You shouldn't be paying that. If the solar company and the contractor is an all-in-one, then you should be saving money. It shouldn't be any money to do the installation, and you should be saving money in the long run, including getting your incentive. So let's say that you're paying thirty-three thousand dollars for solar but you're getting $10,000 for the first year for having solar from the government. Well, it means you're only paying $23,000 for solar. If you have a 25-year lease for for $33,000, well, after that $10,000, you're obviously not paying that much if you give it to the solar company. And your bill usually will go down as well. If you don't give it to the solar company, you keep the money, then yeah, you'll be paying for 25 years at $33,000. A lot of people don't understand that. That that incentive check, you can definitely keep it, of course, and do whatever you want with it. But if you put it towards that solar, you'll have a lower lifespan of your lease to own. And you'll be paying a lot lower every month, anywhere between $40 to $60 lower. So if your normal bill is $123 a month for solar for 33 years, uh, for the first eight years, well, you pay that $10,000 Towards that solar, you're not paying that anymore. You're paying like $80 a month or less for the whole term of your contract, 25 years. Well, that's awesome. Now you save money a month and you save money on your energy and electricity. Solar can be very complicated too. A lot of agents will try to um, not only scare, I guess, the clients, but I hear a lot of horror stories from other companies trying to do different things. Um, a lot of people have quit and talked to me about joining our company or, um, you know, from other companies joining our company or going to different companies and they tell me all kinds of weird stuff. It's, it's basically, you should always call three different solar companies. You should call the first solar company you call, get a price. Second solar company, tell them the price of the first solar company. They'll try to beat it. And then talk to a third solar company and they'll try to beat the second company. If none of the other companies will beat the first company and the first company is the lowest, well, then you know who to choose. Or if there's a better incentive. Some solar companies are really trying to just meet certain requirements like a quota. They need a certain amount of sales a month or whatever have you. The worst thing I've seen so far is a solar company trying to provide additional services to clients so they can up the sale on their solar. For example, if you buy solar with apricot solar, you get 
Vivint security system for free. Well, of course, you get the system for free, but they don't tell you that you'll still be paying $60 every month for the system. Now, why is it free then? The installation is free and the supplies are free. But if you really want security system to work, you need to pay a subscription of $60 a month. Well, that on top of your solar, you're paying more than $200 a month. They didn't tell you that in the beginning. You see what I'm saying? So there's there's a lot of things out there that you need to be mindful of. Solar companies will try to find ways to make you want to buy their solar by adding in new things to try to pique your interest. And this is this is a way of all marketing. All companies try to find this. Coca-Cola did it with changing their flavors. Pepsi did it as well. I mean, everybody does this. This is just marketing 101. You want to change your product to meet the requirements of your clients so that you'll have more sales of that, um, whatever you're marketing. So de- definitely think about things, contact different companies, understand that there are good and bad to solar. Uh, there are days where it rains where you won't get much solar at all. There are days that uh, it's cloudy. Nighttime, you're going to be on electricity for the city, not from solar. Uh, and this happens with every. This is a solar company, by the way. This is not the solar, uh, the the electrical company, not the solar company. Solar companies want to be there 24 seven. They want you to use their solar 24 seven and have that additional power. The problem is, the city electrical doesn't want you to because they want to still make money from you. If you're on solar. Yeah, you use less of them. That means they make less money from you. If 100,000 people had electricity with one company and 50,000 of that, that's 50%, decided to go to solar, they're losing 50% of that income during the day. That's a big, big jump down from what they were getting before. And the head honchos, they want more money. They don't want less, right? The directors. So what they do is they say, okay, fine. You want to use solar? will kind of penalize you. You can use solar during the day, but at night, after 8 p.m., you're using our electricity. Now, it's a late, you know, 8 p.m. is kind of late, so some people stay up, some people don't. Some people work, some people don't. So this is where they try to get everybody. Um, Everybody across the board. doesn't matter if you're using solar or electricity or whatever. If you're using solar... And you want to go green, then yeah, you're going to still use their electricity at night. Let's say you are using their electricity, but 50% of the time you want to use solar that's not being used by other people. So that means that they went over their solar amount. Well, guess what? They take your solar that you have on your house and they rent it out to people who do not have solar at their house. And they take a chunk of that. And they use that and then they sell that to those clients to make more money. Yeah, they're losing money from you. But they're gaining money from the people who don't have solar by another 10 cents per minute. So they found it really a loophole in the whole system there. A really good loophole because now even though they're not making money from you during the day. Because you have solar. The solar that you're providing and the electricity that you're providing to yourself, guess what they do? 
they take a percentage of that and then whatever you're not using and then they use that for the people who don't have solar and they're making that extra money from them now they can raise their prices every year every year and this is the common goal of every electrical company it appears though that we can save money on solar depending on what we have for electricity. So when I go into a house now and I see a house that has gas stove, they have a gas hot water heater, they have a gas furnace, a lot more things are using gas. And the only thing using electricity are lights, TVs, computers, refrigerator, washer, and sometimes not even the dryer. Sometimes the dryer is gas too. But if the gas, if you can switch a few things over to electricity, so if you say you have a gas hot water heater, you would switch it over to electrical, or let's say you have a gas furnace, you switch it over to electrical, then you can save more money and you can kind of equalize your billing. Uh, our electrical bill has gone down, but our gas bill has gone up. So we were paying three to $500 for electricity. Now we're paying one to $200 for electricity. But we're paying almost $500 for gas. We used to pay $230 for gas. I really don't know how this happened. Uh, we don't use our heater that much in the wintertime because we have a very nice house and it's very well insulated. But yet our, our, our gas bill, our heat, I don't know if it's heating or, or where it's coming from, but it's higher than it's ever been. It's $300 higher the last month. So now we have another month coming up and we decided to shut all the windows and kind of figure out what we can do to save on that gas bill. So it's really frustrating. First, we had to worry about solar and about electricity and how we're going to save electricity. We went to solar. Then we had to now we have to worry about gas and how to save on our gas bill. I don't understand it. It's very uh, complex. Yes, our hot water heater is gas, our furnace is gas, and our stove is gas. And we have an electric um, dryer and washer and electric, uh, you know, everything else, lights and refrigerator. We have we don't have an additional refrigerator, just one refrigerator. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, we do have two refrigerators. But our electricity bill is very low. So, yeah, this might be the predicament some other people may be in too. So definitely want to watch out for that and check to see if um, how many things you have electrical. If Even if you have a charging car, Tesla or any other, try, try the new ones. Um, they use anywhere from 200, 230 kilowatts every time you charge it. Now, that's, that's for eight hours. So you may want to check to see how many kilowatts you're using for your uh, vehicle. You can see usually from an app, if you have the um, the standard uh, electrical controller for the charge, they usually have like a little app you can hook up to it and you can get information on it. Just check that to see how much electricity you're using. That can really help your electrical bill if you're going over to solar because then us solar guys, we can then adapt that into what we need for the, your uh, house and then help provide you with additional solar um, and give you that, that lower rate. Because if we sell you regular solar because of your house bill and you just got an electric car two months ago, we, 
won't be able to incorporate that, and then you're going to be having a higher bill. And like, hey, what my bill high? Well, because you have a charged car, you have to charge a car all the time. So that's always something that can happen. Uh, definitely want to throw that in there. Other things can also affect it. So definitely want to look at all the ways you can save on electricity and gas uh, year round. And don't forget that um, there are a lot of different companies out there for solar. You may want to call more than three if you feel like the first three just wasn't sufficient enough. I feel that uh, I would call probably five max. I'd call five different companies and I would talk to them about different things, about what solar um, capacity. Make sure everybody is kind of in the same field. If you tell one person you have a 1,200 square foot house and you're using um, – you know, 5,000 to 10,000 kilowatts a year from your electrical bill. And they said, oh, yeah, you should only have like a $20,000 system hooked up or whatever. And someone else says, oh, you should have a 30,000. For No, that's not true. A 2,000 square foot house is roughly going to run you twenty twenty five thousand dollars $25,000 for your solar max. I mean, that's your highest, highest company, even if they're overcharging. The low end about fifteen to seventeen thousand. That's about correct. But if you're having a thirty-eight to thirty-nine, four thousand square foot house, you are looking at a higher bill, thirty-three thousand to forty thousand dollars for your solar. Uh, depending on the size of how much electricity you're using a year, usually it should be about nineteen to twenty-five thousand kilowatts if you have that big of a house. And yeah, that's roughly about thirty-five, thirty-eight thousand dollars. High end, forty. Uh, lowest end would probably be your about twenty-eight, thirty thousand, roughly around there. Thirty-two is your basic. So that'd be the low. So everyone should be around the same numbers. No one should be anything crazy like, oh yeah, you need thirty thousand, and no, oh, no, you need twenty thousand. Well, that's a huge jump. Ten thousand dollar difference. Definitely keep calling. You should be around the same field for everybody. Well, I'm kind of short today, but I'll be back on next Saturday. I'll be getting back from Florida. I'm going off to uh, Florida for a week. Just enjoy the summer in Florida while it's winter in California. On the East Coast there, it's really nice. Um, if you have any questions, go ahead and comment in. You can also email us again at homeinspectservices.com at gmail.com and if you need any additional things you want me to talk about on the recordings or if you have any questions about uh, where you live and what kind of house you have I can definitely answer any additional questions uh, go ahead and message me in it's all free I'm not charging anybody for any of this and uh, you know we always do the free uh, podcasting we want to make sure that everybody's very happy out there so if you do have any issues with your house because of the big storm or whatever happened give me a call i'll help you out and give you some good estimates and repairs and who you can call i know a lot of contractors in different areas or maybe you just have some bad windows you need it looked at you can always send me pictures and ask me some questions about it i'll give you my best uh comments i've been in the field for about 14 years almost 15 years now uh for home inspector I provided uh, more than 1,022 inspections a year. I uh, All types of homes from 1860s to 
2023s, 2020, you know, I, all the houses, um, that I inspect, I give out inspection reports the same day and I always provide something good for everybody. So give me a call. Let me know if you have any questions. I'm always here. Even if I'm on vacation, I'll answer my emails. I always check them. Um, I hope you have a terrific weekend, weekend. Yeah, it's not the weekend. <laughs> That's the very end of it. A great week, a beginning spring coming up. Enjoy yourselves. Stay cool. If you have any questions about solar, I'll go ahead and go over some more on my next session. We'll go into depth um, on what solar provides to the community. Well, thank you so much and have a great week. Bye.